Who wants to close more sales? A whole lot more sales. Of course, we know you all do. And now you can because that's where we come in. Throughout our years of starting, running, and growing medical spas, we have perfected the art of closing sales. And not only that, our techniques also create lifelong clients who not only buy from you at the consultation, but who remain your loyal clients buying from you again and again. But it all has to start in a certain way, and that's using the consultative sales methodology and then conducting a consultation in a specified way. In today's episode, we're revealing a portion of the perfect consultation, a really important portion, and that's building rapport in sales. It may sound common sense, but there's certain steps you have to take. So if you want to close more sales today and keep selling for years to come, we're going to tell you how you can get started doing that. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world, successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you want, and create the life you desire. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Kay. And we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Hi there, body contouring professionals. Kay here. Thank you for being here too. Sales are the lifeblood of any business. It just so happens that in our line of work, most of our sales arise from our consultations. It's important for us to convert as many consultations to sales as possible. But with body contouring, closing sales is not so simple because it's building relationships with clients that leads to sales conversions in our business. With a body contouring business or any type of aesthetics business for that matter, we have to resist the urge to use a product selling approach and instead use the consultative sales approach. You all know product selling, but you may not know it by that name. It's where your focus on selling is based upon your product's features. Your product could be something like your fat reduction treatment, for example, and then asking the prospect to buy it. Now, though that is our goal, we need to take a different approach. We need to use consultative selling, sometimes called solution selling, and it's different. It's about getting to know your client, learning about her problems, and then determining the best solution for her to buy. So let's explain the consultative or solutions-based sales methodology in a little more detail. Well, it prioritizes developing an authentic relationship with a client over simply closing a sale. And to create an authentic relationship, Your focus has to be on what your client feels, what she's seeing, and what she's hearing. And it prioritizes conversation or dialogue so you can uncover problems and then provide the right solutions. 
It enables you to develop a deep understanding of your client and her pain points. So then you can present solutions that are truly customized to her needs. We discussed this a bit already in our last podcast, the best way to evaluate results at body contouring follow-ups, when we were discussing the number of treatments in your cavitation series. It shouldn't be the, <clears throat> shouldn't be the same for everyone, right? And when you do all this, it ensures that your clients will never feel sold to. And remember that saying, people like to buy, but they don't like being sold to. It's true. So that's consultative selling or solution selling in a nutshell. But since today's focus is on building rapport, let's take a second to explain exactly what rapport is. Well, rapport is a connection with another person, a relationship with another person, and it develops out of meaningful conversations. In other words, you cannot create rapport without having meaningful conversations. And in the context of sales, when you have rapport with a client, it means that you have gained your client's trust by showing an interest, a genuine concern for her needs, and your willingness to help by communicating your concerns. Now, building rapport in sales is all about focusing on your client. It's about relating to your client in a way that creates trust and understanding. Okay, now that you know what it is, how do you do it? How do you build rapport? Well, rapport building is a soft skill. You can think of it as an intangible skill, which you can develop by taking tangible steps. And we're going to tell you the specific techniques to practice to do that. It's something you need to learn because knowing how to build rapport in sales, it's invaluable. It makes such a difference, not only in closing the sale at the consultation, but in establishing a long-term relationship that's going to naturally lead to a lifetime of continued sales. Now, understand that rapport building is the start of the consultative process, the perfect consultation, and it's a critical part. And the information in this episode is vital. But we're sure you know that there's so much more to the art of selling and closing sales at your consultations. And so many of you have asked us for business courses and help with this. The good news is that we're releasing them now. And we have a course that will walk you through every detail of conducting the perfect consultation. So if you want to take a look at that course, we'll leave a link in our show notes where you can look at the details. But let's get going and tell you now how to build rapport and create clients who not only buy at the consultation, but also buy for many years down the road. Let's dive into the steps to build rapport, develop relationships, and importantly, convert more consultations to sales. Now, what I'm going to say may surprise you. Rapport building doesn't start just when you meet your client face-to-face. Building rapport with your clients actually starts when your client is just a prospect, before your client ever walks through your doors. So, let's take a look at how rapport is being molded and being formed 
and developed before the consultation appointment. Now, we've talked about this before when we've discussed clients' expectations and how they have preset expectations. Well, not only that, when your clients come to see you, they have preset opinions of who you are and what you can do for them. Your relationship with your client is being developed well before you meet face-to-face. -face. So listen carefully because your steps to building rapport start here. Here's what forms your prospect's opinion even before you meet. First, your website, your social media, and any ads you might be holding. So take a look at your website, your social media posts, and your ads. They should all be building trust and setting you up as an expert. An expert who can serve as your clients or your prospects trusted advisor or consultant and solve their problems. It's about showing them who you are, what you offer, how you're different from others, and why you care, all in a way that forms a meaningful connection. And it's all online, not face-to-face. -face. So here's some actions you need to take to start building rapport online. Showcase your brand and let your personality and brand show. Use emotion in your website and in your social media. Gotta remember, people do business with people, not companies. Exhibit your real, com your real customers, your happy clients. Make their testimonials and reviews visible to your prospects. And display a variety of before and after photos to show what you can do. Now, it's hard to be an expert without providing helpful information, so you need to consistently post relevant blogs. And we know that you're very busy. We are there, too. But once a month is fine in blog posting. You just need to remain consistent. Keep your website content and your social media's posts up to date. Because if it's out-of-date social media posts or stale content on your website, your prospects are going to see you um, as unprofessional and maybe even untrustworthy and certainly not as a trusted advisor. And then make sure your contact information is easy to find and it's available on every page. Don't forget your ads. Your ads should be consistent with the brand messaging and high standards of your website content and social media posts. Next, evaluate your phone, your text, and your email communications. Because just as with your website and social media posts, these messages must be in line with your brand. You need to use a friendly, conversational, yet professional tone and avoid overly technical language. Use your client's name in each of your communications and on each of them, be sure to sign off politely. Again, provide value. Include more helpful information about their concern and keep your emails short. They should be under 200 words. We all have short attention spans these days. Also, it's important to stay in touch with a follow-up communication if their consultation appointment is more than, say, two or three days away because you need to keep them interested in coming to see you. 
And in your communications, it's a good idea to provide links for them to review relevant information on your website. Do you see how all these actions fit you in under the definition of a trusted advisor, someone they can trust, someone who is an expert, and someone who's going to help them? So after your prospect has made an appointment for a consultation, and this is still before their appointment, you need to do your research. So sometime before then, you know, your clients are going to be researching you and your business and what solutions you provide. You should also be researching and getting to know all you can about your clients. You know, with all the social media sites and even um, the professional type social sites like LinkedIn and others, it's pretty easy to find information about your clients. And the research that you undertake, it's going to provide so much insight into your client's life, into her interests, her personality, maybe even her pain points. And the better you know and understand your client ahead of time, the sooner and better you'll be able to build rapport with her when she's sitting with you in your consultation room. Can you see how all this is about really caring about your client, being interested in who she is and what makes her tick? That's how you're going to help her better. Now, before we move on to the consultation sitting down in there itself, Shannon has a message for us. Ready to start your own body contouring business? Or add in-demand body contouring services to your current business? We've created online courses to make it easy. Without a huge investment, time-consuming research, or taking dangerous risks. Our online certification courses lay out complete roadmaps for implementing the most popular and affordable body contouring devices on the market. Each course is complete with an explanation of technologies, method of action, step-by-step -step treatment protocols, downloadable forms, and more. After completing each course, you'll have the knowledge to deliver desired results and generate maximum revenue. Become a body contouring expert. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com, click on the certification courses from the menu, and discover the courses that can transform your business today. Okay, it's now time for the actual consultation. Let's talk about the steps you need to take to build rapport during the consultation appointment. First and foremost, be yourself. The first step in mastering rapport building is to know yourself, to get in touch with your own communication style, your own personality, and the things that make you tick. Don't try to be who you're not. Your clients are like everyone else. They're able to sense an act from a mile away. Next, you need to be friendly, be warm, and be confident. But be friendly while being yourself. Walk up to your client, make eye contact, and smile, and give a firm handshake. It's important to be conversational and always a good idea to remember your client's name and to use it in conversation. You've heard that old saying, haven't you? What is everyone's favorite word? Well, it's their name, so use it 
It'll make her feel good. Now, here's a pro tip. You got to be natural. You must avoid forcing friendliness and being fake, being not true to you. Your clients are like everyone else. They'll be able to sense it. Then, throughout all of your conversation, you need to lead the conversation with open-ended questions. Remember, your goal is to uncover your client's needs and then recommend the best solution, so you must control the conversation. You have a short period of time to do this. Now, when you're asking questions, you're controlling the conversation, but you don't want to ask just any question. You need to try to use open-ended questions because that's what Uncover needs. And you know when it's an open-ended question because open-ended questions encourage a full answer rather than a simple yes or no. Hey, here's some examples. Here's an open-ended question. Before coming in today, what all have you tried to lose your belly fat? Versus the same type of question that's not open-ended. Oh, have you tried other treatments? So you can see the difference, and it's a habit that you're going to need to develop. So when you're asking those open-ended questions, you also need to practice active listening. Now, your clients, of course, they want to feel like they're being heard. So the more you can show that you're listening to them, the more they feel heard, and they'll keep talking. Active listening is not merely hearing or listening. It means you're understanding what you are hearing. Active listening is listening in a way that you can genuinely understand your client's needs, goals, pain points, and feelings. And then that conveys you understand. Active listening makes clients feel understood, and when your client feels understood, she is more likely to trust you and to listen to you. Now, one way to convey that you're actively listening is to ask follow-up questions. When you ask follow-up questions, you're not only learning more about your client, but you're demonstrating that you care about your client. This shows that you are not only listening closely, you want to know more because you do want to know more. That's how you'll know exactly how you can help your client. And you need to find a way to also give your client a genuine compliment. And now we're not talking about being insincere at all. Find something about your client that you genuinely like, like her shoes, her haircut, her handbag, etc. It's, it's always easy to find something that you truly like and pay her a compliment about it. But don't overdo it because... Overdoing it may seem insincere. Now, you'll also need to find commonalities with you that connect you and your client because like attracts like. That's why finding that common ground helps connect you with your client. People are drawn to those who are like them, right? Such as sharing similar experiences or problems or interests or even their values. So finding commonalities is really a form of empathy that demonstrates that you understand them. So here's a couple of examples. 
Oh, you have a dog. What kind? I have two dogs. Another one. Oh, I totally get it. I went through that same thing at menopause. So you can see how there's always a way to find a commonality. And then you also need to mirror or adapt to match. Now, mirroring and matching, they work really on a subconscious level. Now, not for you, but so much, but more with your client. So though you must be yourself, mirroring and adapting means that you work to match your client and her personality. And that's because when people are similar, it's easier to develop a relationship. Make sure you're observing your client's body language, her voice tone, her communication style, etc. So if she's boisterous and joyful and talkative, you can be lighthearted too. Or maybe she's sitting across from you cross-armed, cross-legged, being serious, very quiet, and very businesslike. Well, you don't want to be loud. You'll want to speak more softly, cut out any unnecessary small talk, and just get down to business. So always be yourself, but tailor it to her style, her mood, and her manner. Now, throughout the consultative process, you must be setting realistic expectations at every opportunity. That's because every client comes to see you with preset expectations. Some are voiced, some are not. Some are realistic, and others not so realistic. So, you must not only do your best to uncover your client's expectations and to set realistic expectations throughout the entire consultation, but in every interaction that, that you ever have with a client and your team too. And if she doesn't indicate during the consultation what she's expecting, believe us, she does have expectations. You need to try to uncover it. So you're going to ask open-ended questions or follow-up questions such as, what do good results look like to you? Or what specifically do you mean by getting rid of your belly? And then you need to clearly explain what your client can expect to see from her treatment series. Now, building rapport with your clients it's essential for converting more consultations to sales. By following the techniques we laid out in this episode, you can learn how to build rapport during and after the consultation appointment. Why is this important? Because when you build rapport with your clients, you create a sense of trust and understanding that makes them more likely much more likely to buy from you. And once you master the art of rapport building, you're primed and you're ready to continue with the other critical steps to close the sale at the consultation and create that lifetime client. If you want to learn more about conducting the perfect consultation, check out our course details. Remember, we left the link for it in our show notes. Well, that's it for today. Beautiful wishes. Until next time. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. 
Email us at bodycontouringacademy.com with any feedback, topic suggestions, or to offer to tell your body contouring success story. We love to hear success stories and learn about winning strategies. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com for tools, education, industry news, and cutting-edge articles. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great rest of your week.